Hey everybody, it is the one and only, it is Melanie Day here, your favorite stylist at You've Got Curls and Hair Loss Center, located in Lexington, Kentucky. All right, so we had a hot topic that we're talking about today, and, and this is something that I get behind the chair a lot. Here it goes. Did you learn about textured hair or Afro-textured hair or just curly hair in school? Like, where did you learn this? You ready for the answer? No. You want to hear my story? Okay. So when I was in beauty school, um, long time ago, this is early 2000s, okay? So it's not that long ago, but long enough. My hair was in braids like it is now. Virgin hair, had not had a relaxer in it at all. Um, when you're in school, you have to work on each other as models. And so for the first 300 hours, you have clinic and you have to work on each other in order to get credit for that. So my instructor at the time um, said, well, you know, you're going to have to remove your braids because we have to work on each other. Now, it would have what would have been like if I had locks in my hair, right, which is a permanent style. And you're telling me like, so you're saying that you can't work with braided or locked hair. Is that what you're saying? And as a 17 year old kid, this is pretty traumatizing. So, and I, I remember this like yesterday that in my mind, I was like, wow, I'm going to have to cut my braids out and get a relaxer in order to comply to finish beauty school to fit, to get my education. I'm going to have to do something that I don't want to do, which was put a relaxer in my hair. And I was really distraught about it. I was really upset. Mind you, I am not the same person I was when I was 17 because the, um, the Melanie now versus the Melanie that was, you know, in beauty school, it would have been a completely different story. Trust me. So anyway, I go to the shop and I remember, I mean, this is probably the biggest my fro had ever been. And I remember the stylist, my mom was sitting next to me and she was like, are you sure you want to do this? Like, I don't have a choice. Like I have to. And we all kind of felt like, dang, wow. Okay. You, yeah. Like this, you don't really have a choice. So you have to. So, um, I think that was a big catalyst for me for where I'm at now, fast forward to almost 20 years for, you know, teaching texture, being an advocate for, for textured hair and for just loving yourself at, regardless of where you are in your stage with your hair and um, being proud of, you know, of your hair, regardless of how it grows, right? So to circle back to the question is textured hair techniques taught in school? No, it's not. And to be even more honest, um, with my experience in beauty school, school was still pretty much segregated back like almost 20 years ago. You know, um, black stylists will work on black clients and white clients would come to white students. And, you know, sometimes you had some clients that just didn't care, you know, like who they went to. And I love that because for me back then, I didn't want to be the typical black stylist only working on black hair. I loved people and I loved hair. That's how it should be. It should not be race related, right? Hair is hair. And I knew that that was what I wanted to do. I wanted to, I wanted to rock with everybody because my friends were from all over the world. And, you know, that was just how I was raised. I was raised to be 
with everybody, you know, regardless of what your ethnicity was or, you know, who you were or whatever. So that was the catalyst for me to where we are now. Um, some of my early inspirations as far as what I was, you know, looking at, like I said, there was nothing for me to really see. I remember going to the bookstore and picked up a book by Diane DaCosta, who's a member, who's a mentor of mine, Diane DaCosta. And her book is entitled Textured Tresses. I got that book in 2004. And that book is like my hair Bible. It is falling apart. The pages are falling out of it. That got me through beauty school and it got me probably through the first few years of being behind the chair. Because not only does she talk about, you know, um, organic products and the concoction of things, but, you know, hair and the right tools and all this stuff. Like I was not exposed to that in school at all. So when you're in beauty school, you know, the main thing for, for me, for the program back then was to get you to pass state board. And, you know, our school had probably like a 90 something pass rate. So we were very successful at, at getting you to pass state board. But in reality, your day-to-day -day knowledge was you working behind the chair and having real world experience. And that took a lot of education, a lot of trial and error. But obviously my knowledge came from my own hair because, you know, I have Afro textured hair and being raised, you know, around it, you know, I mean, that that's the culture is our hair. That's, that's what we do. So I innately had that already inside of me but there was more that I needed to learn. And so I, I, I see the frustration that a lot, a lot of clients see today when they come to see me because they're like, we're in 2022. You know, there should be more um, knowledge and diversity in the salons and stylists. They're getting better um, than they were before, but we still have a long way to go. And that's why it's even, it's going to be really important for this next generation of stylists to really kind of take the lead in getting in there and not being afraid to ask questions and, you know, being curious about different hair types. Um, and I love it when my moms and my dads and parents come in with their kids and they want to learn how to do their kids' hair. They want to do right by the little girls because they understand how important hair is, that it's more than hair. It is more than hair, it is everything. And what happens to you as a child, when people say things to you as a child, you don't know how to respond, but as you get older, you realize what those comments were and what they meant and how hurtful they are because words have power. And so for those of you that are watching this video today, you know, think about that and just think about how you can be a change for good and how you can have this conversation with your with your kids about showing self-love and having love for their hair, regardless of what it looks like, as long as it's neat, as long as it's clean, and that you know how to, you know, how to properly take care of it because you know, the world is is a mean place and it says a lot of mean things, and you have to be strong to get through a lot of things, but you have a community of like-minded people that are willing to help and help you through that journey because you're not alone. So that was my story. And um, there is a lot of headway that's being made. There is, and we still have a, a white, a, I can't even talk, sorry. We still have a way to go, 
but I am happy with the progress that is being made in the industry and that there are a lot of stylists out there like myself and others that I've worked with over the years that are excited and that want to work on all textures of hair and that are very well versed in working with all textures of hair. And if for any moment you feel uncomfortable when you go to a salon or if a stylist um, makes you feel some type of way by asking questions about their credentials or um, if they know basically what they're doing, it's okay to say, you know what, I don't think you're the right person for me and, you know, and leave because I've done that myself. So that takes courage and knowing your boundaries and what you would allow people to do to experiment on your hair or to not. So I hope this was helpful. If it was, please let me know. If you would like to hear more content like this, or if you've got questions about healthy hair care tips or um, how to grow healthier hair, let me know. Once again, my name is Melanie Day with You've Got Curls and Hair Loss Center. And until next time, take care.